The following is a presentation of the Black Hollywood Live Network, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. Hollywood redefined. From Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is Black Hollywood Live, breaking into... Featuring in-depth interviews with today's most influential entertainment figures, highlighting their tips, tricks, and techniques on breaking into the entertainment industry. You're listening to Black Hollywood Live. And now, the host of Black Hollywood Live, breaking into. Hey everyone, you're watching Breaking Into. I am your host, Dario Kristen. Here joining me today is one of the top movie executives in the game. His name is Quincy Newell. How you doing, Quincy? Hey, how you doing, man? Thanks he's, for having me. Thank you for coming in. He is not only the EVP and general manager of Cold Black Films in L.A. That's right. That is a huge accomplishment. You guys do a lot of great distribution and work out there. Thank you very much, man. Now, we're going to teach people tips on like how to enter certain aspects of the industry, right. which is what you've done. What would you recommend as something as a start as far as like a major? I know that you were a business administration major at Pepperdine University. That's correct. And it, do you need to be an, a business administration manager kind of to keep it general in order to break into different aspects of entertainment? Uh, no, no. I, I just think it's, um, it's just important, number one, to get education. Yeah. Right. Um, so, you know, whatever that is, whatever, you know, passion you have, pursue that, but through education. Um, but, you know, I, I think it's really about figuring out how what your skill sets are fit into the larger picture. Right. I just look at, um, you know, whatever it is, you know, whether it's psychology, you could be a, a writer. You know, if you're a business person, you can be in accounting, you, you know, you can be an attorney, you know, whatever it is. But just understanding what your skill sets are and how they fit into the bigger picture. What attracted you to entertainment is because there's I mean, obviously, business, business administration can be general. You can go corporate. You can go to different aspects of marketing. But what attracted you uh, individually to entertainment? Well, you know, people are going to hate me for this, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, it was never really a, a specific goal. Okay. Um, I just pursued um, opportunities as they arose, but I always focused on business, right? So I happened to come from a you know a, a family of entertainers. Um, you know, my family history is in music; they're okay. all musicians and own the publishing company. So I was you know introduced to through it to it through my family. Um, but then I just kind of took it from there. I always wanted to learn a bit about uh, how things worked. So that all ultimately led me to the position that I'm in today. And now you worked, you were talking about music publishing at Hits Magazine. Yeah. And then uh, you transitioned to Rhino Entertainment and then Correct. on to Paramount. Was it a hard transition to go from music into more of like film portion, like distribution and portions of, of the entertainment business? No, no, Because no. they're kind of two totally different things. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a different product, right? Yeah. But, you know, the, the, the function is essentially the same, right? You're taking a product from... You know, from idea to inception, I mean, from idea to realization, and then you're marketing that product to a consumer. Yeah. Um, it just takes on different forms. So, you know, that's how I always approach things is figuring out what the basic similarities were with the, with the businesses and then just, you know, learning the things um, that were unique to that business, right? There's a difference in, uh, you know, creating a, an album and, you know, what that medium is versus a film, obviously. But True. ultimately what we're doing is taking a piece of product. Uh, and creating that product and, and selling it to a consumer. So, you know, that discipline is, is essentially marketing and understanding your consumer base. That's true. 
Now, you also are a doctorate candidate. Congratulations. Thank you very much. It's hard. (laughs) Well, listen, you seem to juggle a lot and make it all happen, like, almost smoothly. Um, But how... How important is it to continue your education as far as, like, making it to the top like yourself as mm-hmm. holding different senior management positions mm-hmm. in this industry? I think it's critical. You know, I consider myself a, uh, a lifelong learner. I will never stop uh, educating myself, um, you know, and especially in today with, you know, new tech- technology things that you guys are doing here, which is fantastic, by the way. Um, you know, things are evolving quickly. So, you know, it's, it's in your best interest no matter what you're doing. Uh, to have continuing education. You know, if you're a lawyer, you have to have continuing education hours every year. Yeah. Same with being a doctor. Whatever field you're in, it's it's continuing because things are changing. Um, so I think it's critical. You know, I never look at um, myself as arriving anywhere or being an expert in something. Um, rather, I look at myself as being a continuing student mm. of whatever discipline I'm in. Um, and also, uh, you know, seeking out new information and new education for things that are on the horizon. So that's how I think of things, and that's how I approach life and business. And you've held many positions uh, on the executive level. Uh, if, what tips may you recommend to someone who is maybe starting off in the business or mm-hmm. maybe trying to figure out a particular degree on, on what to focus on? What would you kind of give them as a tip to start to get to the path that you've gotten to right. thus far? Um, two, well, three things. First, pray. Right, that's very important. That's very important for for any level of the business no that what you're, you're in. doing. Just yes. pray. Just pray on it a little bit. Um, second is is be flexible, right? You know, there's a saying, obviously, where you know you have your plan and then there's the plan, right? Right. Um, be flexible because you know you never know where opportunity shows up and what it looks like. So um, I think it's critical just to have your eyes open and and understand that things might be a little different than what you thought. Um, And the third is is to be a a, you know there's the idea of being an entrepreneur, um, but I call I also call um, that little discipline uh, being an intrapreneur, right? When you're inside of a business or you know you're in a particular role, always be looking at things in an entrepreneurial fashion. What can you do that's different? What can you bring to the table that adds additional value? Uh, where can you be innovative? And, you know, that idea doesn't have to live outside of a, a company or a building. It can live as a context, right? So whenever you're doing things, you know, and what you're doing here is, you know, it's, it's a different mold. Yeah. You know, how can you uh, create opportunity for yourself um, within your current situation? So those three things, and you know, are always critical to me, and uh, I continue to you know employ that. Wake up, pray, you know, be flexible because you never know where you're going to end up. That's true. Um, and then constantly, constantly be an entrepreneur inside and outside. And I think this is the type of industry where you know you can set yourself as having a plan, but you never know what the next kind of window is going to open up for you. I mean, you kind of have to just go with the flow with it. I mean, obviously. I'm sure you've had set ideas of what you wanted to do, but you've also, it sounds like with prayer and just in, in the fact of just kind of having a, a overall agenda, it's kind of helped you to be open to whatever opportunities may be Absolutely. presented to you. Absolutely. And, and, you know, and, and, and open your, um, you know, open yourself to, to, to mentorship. You know, there's a lot of people around that are, that are mentoring you that you may not realize are mentoring you. Um, you know, so I, I think that's, you know, something to, to consider as well. But you're absolutely right. I didn't plan on being here. Yeah. You know, by the way, um, you know, there's a great intro. 
you know, but I'm just Quincy who, you know, loves to surf. I'm a dad. Uh, you know, I, I try to learn as much stuff as I can, and I've been blessed. I've had some good people show up in my life, but, you know, I think I've done a decent job of taking advantage of opportunities and really um, just trying to maximize them, right? Uh, I look up to a lot of people that are my peers, you know, that are, uh, you know, doing the same thing that I do. And I watch them and I see what, what what they're doing. I look at, you know, the other executives and, you know, I just just try to learn, just try to, you know, soak it all in. And I never, you know, look at myself as, you know, hey, I've, I've succeeded. You know, people yeah. say, hey, you're succeeding. I'm, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm still on my journey. Um, I'll succeed when my, my children uh, have achieved what they need to achieve in their lives. Well, I'm sure you're a great mentor to them. As you were kind of developing your career at the beginning and even now, is there someone that you've looked to to be your mentor? And, and also, is, how important is that for someone starting off or just even if they're not starting off, even if they're in the industry and just are trying to take it to the next level, how important is having a mentor? I think in this it, uh, having a mentor is, is clearly important. Yeah, I think it's very, very important. Um, but, you know, there's different types of mentors, you know? True. Um, you know, from an executive level, you know, you seek out mentors. Like for me, you know, the person I work with, Jeff Clanigan, uh, he's been sort of a mentor for Jeff's me. Jeff's a great guy. Um, you know, but every company that I've worked with, I've always seeked out, you know, the CEO or the, the CFO and just ask questions. You know, what's interesting is people are very willing to help you yeah. if you ask. Um, but I think we have this, uh, this, you know, this idea that it takes on some other, you know, some other, I don't know what it is, but you know, some <laughs> things are going to show up and Hey, I'm your mentor. Right. I, right. You know, it, it, I don't think it works that way. I think it's simply, if you have an idea, you have a question, um, go ask. And sometimes you'll receive mentorship and that mentorship can be five minutes and that's all you'll get from that person. Right. But you know, every opportunity to learn and, and get information is, is a form of mentorship. But I, yeah, I think mentorship is critical. And I think we, you know, me, people like me have to do that more. And then obviously you work in film distribution and have been a senior management executive for many years. Is there some place that say, if I'm looking online and I'm trying to break into this aspect of the industry that I could look to maybe find a group of people that I could meet someone like you to help me mm -hmm. out and give me advice towards my career. Is mm -hmm. there, is there something that you suggest in that, in that form? Um, I mean, yeah, take advantage of any, you know, kind of, um, you know, a festival or a conference, you know, where people like myself might go, you know, cause they usually they offer opportunities for anyone to show up and, you know, um, uh, attend there, you know, like the, the American black film festival is one. There's Huge. a lot of executives yep. that show up there and you can just buy tickets in, you know, urban world in New York, Hollywood film festival, Hollywood film festival yep. here in LA, uh, Pan African film festival. And there's, you know, there's, there's, uh, there's venues where we are, um, but I think it's about, you know, how deliberate you are in, in seeking out that opportunity, yeah. right? And, and what it is you're looking for. I mean, it's, you know, again, you should have a thought of what you're trying to do, not just asking someone to get you a job. Yeah. Right? Because, you know, as you know, like that's the, you know, someone walks up to you, can you give me a job? Right. Like, well, I, I, no, <laughs> that's not, it doesn't work that way, right? Um, but if you're asking for information, I think, you know, for the most part, people are pretty willing to, to share and, and, and offer things. Um, but also, you know, um, through whatever school you're, you're, you're in, right? If you're in university, um, you know, you're part of any organization, any fraternities, you know, sorority or whatever it is, just see what everyone else that's part of that organization is doing, where they're at, because you might be surprised what they actually may be, may be doing that's and true. what access they may have. 
Um, so just, you know, research, due diligence, you know, um, I don't, there's no secret if that's the question. There's no one way ticket to getting no, to the top. In no, there, there, there's no one way ticket to getting to the top, you know, and, and getting in and involved is really about the effort you put in and how strategic you are about it. Um, but also not being afraid to ask. Yeah. And what if you're someone who you mentioned univer- going to university and just uh, or if you're in the industry, what if you know that you want to break into some aspect of what you're doing in entertainment, but you really don't know specifically what you want to do? How do you what might you suggest to go about figuring out like your particular niche in, in this industry? Um, like I said, you don't know where you end up, you yeah. know. Um, but I think, you know, first is figuring out your passion. If you're in school, you know, what, what are you passionate about? Because first thing is you want to be happy. Yeah. Right. I mean, you know, not everything is what it seems. It's all hard work no matter where you are. Um, so, you know, finding your passion is, is, is critical. Once you find that passion, do research and figure out well, where does something like this fit into the, this world that I want to get into. And there's a variety of things that you can do. Um, and, you know, and doing research on how, you know, um, what is required to, to, to be that person and start working towards that. Um, you know, and I, and I think a lot of people look at the entertainment industry. They really focus on like a very thin layer. The glitz and glamour of yeah, the part, yeah, yeah, portion yeah. that everyone sees on yeah. TV or YouTube or whatever it exactly, may be. Exactly, exactly. But, you know, there's, 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 a, there's a variety of things that people are doing. And, you know, like the fi- finance and accounting people, if you're out there, you see, you know, <laughs> They don't get a lot of credit, but there's a lot of... They're making it happen. Yeah, that's a big area. Um, You know, uh, business affairs, which is, you know, a lot of attorneys, but you don't have to be an attorney to be in business affairs. It's just understanding contracts and negotiation, that sort of thing. Um, So there's a a variety of areas. And I always, um, for me, in my mentorship, I encourage, um, you know, young folks, uh, especially my kids, to not want to be or to look at being an actor as your only option, right? right? To be, a, you know, some, an athlete or something is, you know, there's a lot of, you can be a psychologist, I mean, a psychology major and be in the entertainment industry. Very true. Right? You can be a computer, you know, science major and be in the entertainment industry. You can be an accountant and be in the in entertainment industry. So it's really about, you know, just finding a career path, finding something you're passionate about and see where it fits in. And what would you say some of the biggest mistakes you've seen people make by trying to enter into this business? Um, unrealistic expectations is one. Uh, lack of flexibility. Yeah. Right? Uh, it's probably one of the biggest is that, you know, I want to be X, but your opportunity that has been presented is Y. And you don't want that opportunity because it's not what, you're, what you've planned on. But that's your entry point. Right, you hear a lot of stories about people starting out in the mailroom. I'm sure they didn't want to. Lots be, of, they say a lot of agents start off in the mailroom. Yeah, who are top agents? Yeah, and they, you know they say I not everybody wants to be a mailroom person. I'm right. assuming, but that's not the point. Point is, you have to ask this earlier. How do you get in? Yeah, you know how do you get in a position to rise or ascend to a, a particular place? Well, it's number one getting in. Yeah, and sometimes it's going to be in areas that you might not be interested in. But that's not the point. The point is, is getting in the door, surveying the field, uh, making uh, contacts, uh, gaining mentors, learning, seeking information and figuring out your path within that and being an entrepreneur inside the building. Yeah, our uh, our founder, Maria Menounos, who obviously is at the top of her game in entertainment reporting at E, she's told us many times, she's like, you know what? 
you know, encourage people to take internships for free, you Mm -hmm. know, learn from a mentor, really sit there and like soak in everything that they do because it's only going to help you in the long run. So I I totally uh, agree with what you're saying. And and I I hope people are really understand that if they're trying to enter into the business. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, I know uh, currently, as I was mentioning, you're at uh, Cold Black Films and you're the EVP and general manager. Correct. What are some of your responsibilities that you hold in that position? Um, uh, What do you call it? Fireman? (laughs) Um, You know, I mean, my 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 main focus is just, you know, managing the day to day operation of the business, which, you know, is is, uh, forecasting and budgeting for the company and for uh, projects, uh, business affairs oversight where we're, you know, negotiating deals and, you know, making sure that those deals uh, come to fruition or completed, but also work on a particular timeline, uh, setting up uh, schedules for. Um, you know, for the company as far as release and, you know, where, you know, where our profit has to fall, um, you know, managing the team, you know, mentoring our team, uh, setting goals for the team, you know, just making sure that we're tracking towards profitability over. So it's like a, you know, you wear a bunch of hats and, you know, because I've been able to, you know, work in different areas. It's helped you. Yeah, exactly. It helped me be a bit more well-rounded. So I understand I can communicate with people in different disciplines. And then you've generated millions of dollars uh, for the companies you've worked for as far as film distribution and just even some of the roles that you're talking about right now, being general manager and EVP. Mm-hmm. Um, what would you say are some of the steps that are needed to conquer film distribution as far as someone? We've had a lot of actors and, and producers who've come into, come into the show or who have tweeted us and asked us, like, how do I really break into this? Like, what tips can you give me in order to get a film distributed? And since mm-hmm. you have so much experience with that, what would you, what mm-hmm. would you say to them? That's an interesting question. It's because it's so broad, yeah. right? Um, but I'll speak from a perspective of uh, my position. Um, you know, if a person's a filmmaker and they make a film, um, you know, they're presenting their films to us and, you know, we're evaluating them. Uh, The first thing I think that always should be looked at is that we're all in a business, right? There's creative, but it's a business at the end of the day. You're spending money to create a product that you're hoping to make a return on at some point. If you have investors, that's your obligation to your investors. So given that, I think it's really critical that you understand the business that you're in, understand the business model. Uh, so that way, when you're having conversation, uh, you're speaking on the same plane yeah. with who, with the company you're dealing with. Um, so I think that's really critical is understanding the business that you're in. Um, making the product is actually just one piece of the overall pie. It's, you know, figuring out how to create, I mean, how to, you know, kind of the ideation portion, how to, what it goes into to creating it, what your potential profit break-even point is. Um, what you're going to need out of a deal to in order in order for you to to achieve that is the product marketable. You know, there's a bunch of things. It's it's you know kind of business school 101, where you're just looking at a product and its life cycle and yeah. how you can you know make a return on that. So um, sometimes we compartmentalize things where you know I'm a writer or I'm a I'm an actor or I'm a producer, producer yeah. or whatever. The bottom line is you're all business folks. Yeah, revenue is revenue. Revenue is <laughs> revenue, right? And it's probably in your best interest to understand every other role because if you do, you understand how you contribute to it, what your value is, uh, but also whether or not it's it's feasible for you to expect the return that you think you're going to get. Um, But, you know, the entertainment industry is very attractive. It's very sexy. And, you know, we hear millions and millions of dollars being made or supposedly being made. Right. Um, But sometimes we don't even understand that. That, That's not necessarily exactly what it seems, right? Yeah. Um, so, you know, I think it's really just understanding, understanding the business model that you're in, 
um, so that you can be, you know, more effective um, in your pursuit of whatever it is you're trying to pursue. And I know one of your uh, mottos is uh, successful businesses seek collective good along with shareholder value. Can you explain your stance on that? Um, I think it's important to um, to be responsible. And I think a business can be responsible, not only to its shareholders, um, but its employees as well, but also to the, the, the public at large, the, you know, the society, the community. Um, you know, there's, we hear so much about, especially in, you know, like the, you know, the banking crisis, how, you know, a lot of decisions were made, you know, with, without regard to how other people are going to be affected, you know, and some people's lives were ruined, you know. Um, so, you know, my philosophy and, you know, I'm, I don't have complete control over how (laughs) things happen, you know, but my personal philosophy is rooted in, look, you can be a good, good person slash business and still be in business. You know, you can still be seeking profits without looking to harm anybody. Right. right? And still by doing good and be, you know, you know, considering things, um, that are in the interest of the consumer. Um, and your employees um, without, you know, un- being unable to, to satisfy your shareholders. Yeah. So I, I just my, my, my philosophy, uh, I worked for a company that had, you know, similar um, idea, similar, similar ideology. And, you know, I, I saw the work, the, the company do really well. Rhino Entertainment was one of those yeah. where, you know, very socially active, uh, very you know, involved in the community. Um, and, and Lionsgate, it's all also that way as well um, with their Lion Shares program. Where they go out and we volunteer, we do a lot of things uh, to give back to the community. I, I think you can do both. Yeah, right. It doesn't have to be about you know greed and and you know profits alone. It can be about doing good, uh, giving back, uh, being responsible, and being profitable. And then with working with Lionsgate, as you mentioned, uh, obviously we've kind of seen the the industry transition and change, and and you've worked with a lot of urban projects. Mm-hmm. Do you think that the big studios now are more open to and receptive to putting out these bigger urban distributions and just being open to the African-American projects that are out there? I think they have to, right? I mean, there's a history of uh, our product um, being successful. Um, There's a history of um, our marketplace, um, you know, proving by showing up at the theaters and spending money that we're a viable, valuable consumer segment. Um, so I think they have to. And I think in the last year, what you've seen is a string of films um, that have helped to continue to prove, you know, Will Packer's done a fantastic job you know, with, at Universal, yeah. um, you know, that, that that this is a viable marketplace. But the demographics are also changing, right? True. I think, you know, businesses, if they're smart, have to understand that the face of America is, is shifting, uh, the hue is shifting. And if they are going to uh, maintain their ability to, to, you know, to have a consumer base that's supporting their product, they have to recognize those consumer bases um, and provide content and products that, you know, speak to that audience. So it's just good business, right? Um, but I do think that, you know, for the most part, uh, you know, you're seeing a, a, a shift to a degree um, and there's a recognition that there's a value in those marketplaces, um, and there's products that are being created for it. I hope that continues, and I hope. You do know, you think? Do you think it will? Yeah, I, I, I think it. I think it will. Um, I think there's, you know, 
more people that are involved in the creation process and also in the executive suites um, that have a, a sensibility. You know, we are, you know, I'm a, I'm a hip hop generation yeah. executive. I grew up in that, that era, um, you know, and, and I am that person for sure. Um, I'm an adult though, and I've, you know, matured and grown and, you know, um, but that's my experience. So I think, you know, uh, there's more people that are like me of color, but also people that are, are not of our hue, right. uh, that have also grew grown up, up in that, that, yeah, that and been that influenced era. by that. Exactly. Yeah. And that's, and that's just part of our culture. Right. Yeah. And so it's a different time. It's a different day. And that's, you know, it's evidenced by, you know, uh, the, you know, the voting process we've seen over the last, Very true. um, you know, a few years that, you know, we've, we've shifted. Um, so I, I think it's inevitable. Um, you know, is it, is, are the companies going to go willingly? <laughs> you know, I, I, I can't speak to that, right. but, um, I do think that, uh, it's inevitable and, you know, it's, it's, it's just a matter of time. Is there any changes that you would like to see that have not taken place in the industry as of yet? Uh, much more diversity. You know, I think diversity is good business. I, I come from that school of thought, um, you know, based off of some of the things I just mentioned, um, you know, but I, I like to see more diversity. I like to see more, you know, uh, people of color in, in the executive suites, um, you know, really making decisions, uh, more people of color um, behind the camera, um, you know, in the uh, in the other areas of business. Um, you know, I, I, of course, I'd love to see more, you know, diversity in front of the camera, but I think we're seeing that a bit more. Slowly but surely. Yeah. Shonda Rhimes is helping us out a lot She's helping us out a lot, but there there need to be more Shonda Rhimes. I agree. It can't just be one. It can't just be one. Uh, um, Those days of just the one are over. (laughs) It's done. But, you know, know, more more of that. I'd I'd like to see more of that. I mean, I I think there's, you know, there's a positive trend, but, you know, it, it absolutely is nowhere near where it needs to be. And then you're kind of like a, a, a rarity because you're able to use left and right brain. You have the analytical problem-solving side, and then you also have the creative side. Mm. How are you able to balance that, and how has that helped you in advancing in your career? Mm, interesting. Um, how have I been able – just who I am, you know? I, I, I happen to be a Virgo, right? My analytical oh, side – Oh, those Virgos. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. No, I'm joking. Um, you know, I, I just happen to have that. I like that. I, I'm, I'm interested in, you know, you know, being analytical and understanding things. Um, but I'm, you know, I come from a, you know, creative family. You know, I'm a musician, a drummer. Um, you know, I've always, I always just had that aptitude. So it's just something that I, I have and I've exercised both sides. You know, I just didn't fall on one side and say, this is what I'm going to do. Um, but I think it's been very helpful because it's allowed me to be a bit more well-rounded. Yeah. Right. And it's and I know and it's not difficult. Let's you know, don't want to put that out there. It's a similar point to being well-rounded, having, you know, a, a bit of an understanding about everything, you know, be interested in more than what you are passionate about and right. learn about it. So if you're a writer, understand the business anyway. You know, if you're a producer, understand the business anyway. If you're a director, understand the business. It just means that you're 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 well-versed. Um, so I just taken that logic. And have tried to employ it, but it has been very helpful because I've been able to navigate and be flexible. So being flexible and then those opportunities arise, I'm able to communicate and also take advantage of it in, a, in an efficient and you know, productive way that benefits me. And then if you could give uh, a graduating student one single piece of advice, what would it be as far as entering into this business? Ooh. Be resilient. Hmm. I like that. Um, But again, I always go back to be flexible, you know, Um, understand that your mission 
is to achieve something here. Yeah. The road to that isn't in a book. If you read biographies across, you know, anywhere from Steve Jobs to whomever, their paths are wildly different, right? So there's no one way to get to a destination. Um, so be versatile, be flexible, you know, um, move, be quick, um, but be resilient, you know, and be focused at the same time. Those things can coexist. And then what was the best single piece of advice you've ever received in this industry? Um, that's really stuck with you. Ooh, that's interesting. Um, just never, I guess it's back to resilience, but just never give up. Yeah. You know, don't quit. Stay strong. Yeah. Because uh, there's a lot of waves in this industry. There's a lot of waves. Downs. There's a lot of you waves. roll with that wave. As you're a surfer, you know, roll with right. those waves. <laughs> that is right. But never <laughs> give up. You know, keep, keep focused. Oh, I do remember. My grandfather told me this. Tomorrow is going to come no matter what you do. So you might as well start walking. Right. So he would always say that. Right. So it's no no uh, goal is too big or too grand. Uh, if you start walking, you're ultimately going to arrive. It just might not be tomorrow. It might be 10 years from now or it might be four months from now. Who knows? But as long as you're walking, you're moving and you're doing something. So that's one of the things he used to instill in us and, and me and specifically because I was impatient. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he's like, look, hey, just put one foot in front of the other, man. Just keep moving. Well, we need more people like you in the industry, I would definitely say. I mean, uh, you you have given us a lot of insight today, and mm -hmm. I think uh, you probably inspired a lot of people who are listening um, or watching. Um, what would you like to conquer next in your career? Conquer next in my career, man, um, just to, to continue to have one. You know? That's very um, important. That's it. Well, thank you, Quincy. Uh, where can people find you on social media if they want to ask you additional questions or learn more about you? Uh, QuincyNewell.com uh, is a website that I have. I've never even given that to anyone. Didn't even know that was going to be asked. But I'm, I'm on Facebook. You know, I'm available. All right. Well, check him out if you want to find out more information about him and, and Lionsgate and, and uh, Cold Black Films and a lot of other projects that he's worked on in the past. Yeah. Uh, thank you for tuning into Breaking Into. I'm your host, Ariel Christian. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And happy Halloween. Any special plans for, to you. for the weekend? Yeah, going to see the uh, Danny Elfman um, concert tonight. Where he, you know, he scored all the uh, Tim Burton. Oh, Tim Burton films. films. Yeah. yeah, that should yeah. be fun. So Is that wife, the, uh, the Hollywood Bowl? No, it's at the uh, Nokia Theater. Nokia Theater. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, don't go visit him there, but <laughs> check him out on uh, social media outlets. Thank you for tuning in. From producers Maria Menounos, Dario Kristen, Tiana Hobson, Kevin Undergaro, and the entire BHL crew, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us at info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I'm your BHL announcer, Scipio. Instagram me at Planet Scipio. Thank you for tuning in. Hollywood redefined. The following is a presentation of the incredible and black Hollywood. The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.